and welcome to Wands and Fronds, the weekly podcast where we cover magic, herbalism, and more. I'm Shannon, and we're going and, into year two. <laughs> and I'm Nick, and I'm so excited about it. Um, like, can you even, Nick, we're two. It's like, you know, with your we're, we're keeping it. We're keeping it cash uh, this week because we're celebrating being two. Like we have done this for two years. I'm proud of us. I'm I'm so proud of us. Um, and actually, so I had posted on Instagram for people to share like memories, favorite episodes, hate mail, whatever. Um, and it's funny because the only person that actually commented on that was the guy I tried to light on fire. So, oh, lo- he did. Yeah, he was like, that time you tried to light me on fire. That doesn't count. That was way more than two years ago. That wasn't uh, even That wasn't that, even an episode. That wasn't even an episode that we stop did. Stop trying I mean, to make this about you. Yeah, I mean, sure, we've mentioned several times on our two-year-old podcast that I tried to light this particular person on fire. But I doubt they listened to those episodes no, to make that reference. No, 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 no. Um, so I'd do it again. I'd do I it mean, again. I'd, I'd be right there with you. Maybe holding a can of hairspray to get us a little distance. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us a little distance. Um, but no, uh, fuck you. I'll light you on fire several more times in my lifetime if everything goes according to plan. So. And I feel like, though, this is just a perfect, like, a picture-perfect example of, like, we have said it before, that anyone who has heard this story that knows this person was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. And I feel like he's proving the point. <laughs> um, that's true. That's true. I do feel very validated that a lot of people that know him were like, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think everyone who knows him, I've not met anyone who knows this guy that has heard the story that didn't just go, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. <laughs> um. But yeah, so two years. I think the podcast has gotten so much better in that time. I like to think so. I mean, one of the things I wanted to ask Nick is like, what's your favorite episode that you've done the research for? Because that, I mean, it's a hard question, but. It's a hard question, but I knew it was coming. So I thought about it. Um, And that's, those are interview skills, ladies and gentlemen. So that's right. It's called preparation. Yes, 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 indeed. So I actually, I really liked doing the research for the Mermaids episode. Ooh, okay. Um, Just because it did end up being like a lot more dragony than anyone really could have anticipated. Um, and how dragons ended up being more mermaidy than anyone could really have anticipated. Um, or I guess ocean-y, but whatever. Whatever floats okay. your boat. Um. And then also all of the Mesopotamian history that we have dug up. Yeah. I mean, those are that's like spread out, obviously, but um, it's become it's become a very important part of this podcast. It's become Ancient a very important part of this podcast. Um, well, because I think my thing is like, especially when we're looking at something like a solstice or an equinox, or like, like we know they were celebrating that shit. Like, we absolutely yeah. know they were celebrating that shit. And that's that's the oldest civilization or whatever. So, um, 
anyway, I would be remiss if I did not say that the thing, the like magical creatures is such a fun one. Like that's true. As a topic, as a topic, because it really is just me eating snacks, like reading about unicorns and shit for hours and hours and hours. And that is actually such a good time. I love um, it. What about you? Do you have like a favorite plant topic that you covered? Oh my God. It's hard. So I was going through it and I was like, you know, there have been so many plants, but I think I've really enjoyed, I was like going back and what I want to redo is calendula. Cause that was like one of the first ones we did. And I was looking at my notes for it and I was like, oh my God, you cute little idiot child. You had no idea what we were oh, doing. You sweet, you sweet summer child. No, you no. sweet summer child. But I really have enjoyed like First of all, it's more recent, but getting into the poison path plants has been a lot of fun because I feel like that's very much like my my vibe. But I always have really had a soft spot for like parsley, which ended up being like seven pages of notes. You know, I really enjoyed that one. That was one. Parsley was a sleeper hit for me. Sure. I didn't yeah. expect it to go as hard as it did. And I was like, how could I write an entire book about the uses of parsley? Like, what is happening? I thought that was really fun. And then on the other side of things, like, I really loved when we did, like, Hecate and Circe and Medea. And so, sort of, like, talking about these goddesses and modern reimaginings of their stories. Like, basically, fuck old, like, super misogynistic bullshit and thinking about these stories about powerful women and new light has been really really fun but yeah as far as like individual topics I'm gonna have to link it the parsley episode slapped I thought I also think um I learned so much when I did the research for the Bacchus episode yeah the, like or like the Bacchus di slash Dionysus because I'm sorry, I'm not doing two separate episodes on Roman cognates, like. No, no. Why would you, like, go with the fucking, like, knockoff when you've got the original? We've got the original, and then it's also, like, I, you mentioned the, I, it's, like, you can just casually mention that this is the, the cognate for this Roman god, and that's all you have to say. And, uh, but no, the, the Dionysus one, like, my goodness. That was a fun ride. Yeah. And Artemis. I feel like, who knew? Well, that... no, we love Artemis. Like, we just love the story of Artemis. Like, and every time there's a connection to Artemis, she's doing something cool and badass. And it's like Artemis and ancient Mesopotamia, I think, have sort of become these through lines. But the Dionysus episode, I remember, I was like, oh, yeah, no, this, like, We've always known, I feel like, that you would have been in a Dionysian cult, but yes. it was nice to have it verified. It was absolutely verified. And I really thought, like, that it wasn't going to end up being so me. But then I'm like, no, that's, yeah. Yeah, also, no, that tracks. Weirdly, that was one of my favorite characters in the Narnia books. Because it was, he's one of the coolest characters in the Narnia books. Well, because he just shows up on his donkey. And it's, like, right before the war, and he just, like, shows up on his donkey, and it's, like, everyone have a party. Yeah, good before, time. Before you, like, go fight for your life. I really like um, the magician's, like, Bacchus Dionysus vibe, and I love the way they did him in the show, too, where he's kind of like a frat boy. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Very funny the way they did Bacchus and the magicians. No, and I think there is that kind of energy, unfortunately. Well, like you and I both have frat boy energy at our we core. We do, we do. We actually have been to frat parties together and we weirdly enough rock a frat party. I mean, I don't think it's weird. I think it makes total sense. Look at how well cool no, I just mean like our <laughs> like our life trajectories and like who we also are as like spooky loving people and like definitely kind of nerd adjacent people like not exactly the people that you would expect to do so well at a frat party but hear me out that's I think true. I think it's the diversity it's like that's what we that's what we brought yeah I always loved frat boys because like the thing is they are people and yeah. they tend to not want to just be around people just like themselves. Right. Uh, which, same. You know, it's all about yeah. getting getting all the different perspectives. And also, like, no offense, but, like, the sheer amount of, like, depressed philosophy dudes that were also kind of hanging around when um, you went, you were in your philosophy phase was, um, you know, it's like, you get, we, we can do both. We absolutely yeah. can do both. We're like um socially bisexual. Uh, more than bi socially pansexual, honey. That's true. You're right. You're right. I was thinking I was talking about this with Eric because I was like, yeah, I was always one of those people that I never had, like all through school. I never had one friend group. Like I was no always a floater. Yeah, because you, you why would I why would you hang out with the same two people forever and ever and ever? Amen. I mean, that's kind of what I do as an adult, but that's different. Um, no, actually, it's funny because it's like I've known Callie and Carolyn and Eve for 10 years. And those are like my main lady friends here about town. Um, and yeah, it's just like I've known, ba I've known Bailey for almost the same amount of time. <clears throat> I mean, I was thinking about it the other day and I wanted to crawl in on myself and I realized we're coming up on 20 years of being friends. No, really, because I was like, oh, yeah, I guess we've been friends for 18 years. Wait, wait. Our friendship can vote. Our friendship can vote. Uh... <laughs> Which is wild. And because I'm like, we just got the right to vote, right? No, that was 12 years ago. Um... <laughs> um... <laughs> uh, we're children still. Yeah, I, I absolutely. I mean, and it's weird because I feel like the last two years doing the podcast has been really fun because like living in different states, it's like you have to work so much harder to stay friends. Like, and it's worth oh, it. Yeah. But it is, you have to make like an effort. And I feel like the podcast has been really good for that. Cause like, yeah, we research and stuff, but it's also like this isn't unlike what things would be like <clears throat> what things would be like if we were just hanging out and talking. Well, and that's true, and it's also kind of, like, it turns into, like, a, a weekly chat, because it's, like, before we're recording, like, a little bit after we're recording, like, it really is, like, once a week, we, we're talking. Yeah. Which, I don't, I don't even really talk to my parents that often, if I'm being honest. Hey, and do not come at me. Like, me and my parents have an okay relationship, but we're, we don't talk on the, like, I've always thought, and, like, I think you're kind of in the same boat, and, like, no offense to the people out there that are like this, but people who are, like, up their parents' ass as 30-year-olds, like... It feels weird to me. Like, y'all need to chill. 
Like y'all do need to chill. Yeah, my mom is in rehab right now and she's trying to like call me once a week when she gets like phone privileges. And I'm just like, no, we did not talk once a week before this. I am not going to talk to you once a week now. No, no. Like Christy and I have a relationship anyway, but like, I was like, no, I am not going to talk to you every weekend. That's fucking weird. I cannot. I cannot. Will not. Um, okay, but you know what I think is kind of an exciting result of this podcast is that um, my sister, or I, one of my sisters, has opened up to me about being into witchy shit. And um, so that's kind of fun. Shout out to, shout out to, to Tal- shout out to Talia for being the only one of us that also doesn't have kids um, and also being. Uh, a blossoming witchy queen so I love it I love it yeah we're um <clears throat> I, I yeah none of my family is witchy at all I'm sure some of my cousins maybe are but my cousins are kind of annoying like some of them are fine I guess we're adults now I don't know them very well that's the thing about moving to a different state is I don't see a lot of them very often which is fine with me well and it's like I think you know, it's also kind of this vibe where it's like we've met quite a few lovely, lovely strangers now friends through doing this. Yeah. So that's always cool. Like shout out, shout out to other Shannon. Yeah. I mean, we've got other Shannon, Bridget. We adore Bridget. Bridget. We stand Bridget. Um, LD. We adore LD. LD. Uh, AKA Lorraine. love you babe um yeah forever and ever amen i'm like those are our three main bitches we have some new wands and fronds like patreon peeps that i haven't really had a chance to connect with yet and i'm excited to get to know them because i feel like once you join the patreon we're friends yeah we're friends we're absolutely friends one is also like you can see me in my um my tie-dye cutoff like yeah i'm i'm wearing a tie-dye hoodie we didn't plan this no no, 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 no. Um, that was just a lovely, lovely surprise. Um, it's actually funny because I video chatted with my sisters the other day and I was wearing... Okay, so for those of you out there who do not know me personally, and I don't really know if I did it as like um, a blurb on the pod, but like I recently did a lot of tie-dyeing. Oh yeah, I don't know if we've talked about it, but anyone who's watched it has probably seen... Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, because I basically I bought uh, like a pack of shirts. Um, because this shirt that's now a cutoff is like my only piece left from my last batch of tie dyeing, which was like some years ago. Um, oh my god, we should do a batch of like spooky, moody tie dyeing when I'm in town. You know, I'm actually not opposed to that because have you seen the one where they do like ice and they put a bunch of black on at the end? And so it ends up being like mostly black with like the little spots of color as like your your pattern. We um, should do that. We should do that. Also, I love, love, love going down a research hole to to spend 30 minutes doing doing something. 
Oh, well, what I want to do, and I'll bring stuff to, we're going to have to do like a, a dying moment because I've been on a research hole for botanical dyes. Yes. Like calendula and yarrow and stuff. So I'm like, I'm going to have to bring my kit of dried flowers and then we'll do some fun, crazy black tie dye and then do some botanical dyes. Because I really want to do a set of like beautiful cloth napkins Yes, but we actually, we should buy those because I tried to, and please do not fire me for this if you are listening, uh, my boss. <laughs> uh, but I stole some of the napkins from work inadvertently because they do end up in my backpack a lot, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, the number of like stuff, things I accidentally ended up taking home from babes in an apron. Exactly. It's, uh, it's, but so you end up with a little pile of shame. Uh, of little napkins and you keep saying oh I'm gonna bring these in and then next thing you know you've worked there for some amount of years and the pile of shave now includes like like a full set of dinner napkins and like 20 sharpies and um, what are you gonna do what are you gonna do throw it away uh hide your shame that's what I do you are a cat uh, all of that to say, I brought the like restaurant napkins, like the white restaurant napkins, and they're so starchy, they like would not hold the dye. Yeah, I just bought a bunch of um, <clears throat> like the flower sack style napkins oh, that sure. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a set of embroidered like hand towels. I got some of the like flower sack hand towels too that I'm gonna embroider when I. So I made it through my annual fun drive week. Anyone who's been listening to me talking about how I'm a fucking mess because of work, I made it through. So I'm excited to finish some things. Um, I've got to finish embroidering my blanket now that it's finally cool enough that I can embroider with a blanket on top of me and not die. And then I want to embroider some really pretty like hand towels. So I think that'll be fun. And then I want to like, I'm going to embroider some and then I want to buy some more of them and do like pretty flower botanical dyes and then embroider them to do like a whole thing um call me like little witch homemaker over here oh my god but no really i've been watching um victorian farm oh my god i can't wait which which is exactly what it sounds like um so basically they send like a historian a farmer and and a third guy i'm sorry i watch tv when i'm stoned but basically they they have to run their own it's like a reality show so for a year a whole year they have to live and run uh victorian farm lifestyle i feel and like you and i would kill it at this i do too uh, i do too because it's basically camping indoors first of all done easy peasy um but then also it's like they you know they get out the little plow and they're like turning over the fields and i'm like that actually First of all, it's so satisfying to watch the little stripe of ground fall over to the other side of the plow. Um, but yeah, they're literally just like growing like wheat and shit. And yeah, it's like. Down. Yeah. So absolutely. down. But no, so uh, for funsies though, the lady does needlepoint sometimes because that's what she would have done as a Victorian farm lady. Yeah. I mean, I'm into it. I can't wait until we like have enough money to buy a, a like plot of land with multiple Victorian homes on it, like we've talked mm -hmm. about. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, maybe with a secret tunnel. Well, we have to have a secret tunnel. I feel like that's a given. 
yeah i mean if if your victorian farm complex doesn't have a secret tunnel between the houses like what's even what's the point what's the point right oh my god okay speaking of weird shit though like like our Victorian complex that we're going to get. I want to get you this. Uh, I want to show you something that I bought. So I, at my office, <clears throat> because we work, I'm in an elementary school. It's like a thing where a lot of people have gnomes in their windows. And it's like a cute thing. Cause like the kids also like it. And I'm right next to the nurse's office. So sometimes when the kids are like hurt or something, it's like nice to have something to distract them with. And I had a set of Halloween gnomes that I got that are super cute. But then I was like, okay, I've got to get some winter gnomes because fuck giving Christmas shit that I ordered a set of gnomes and one of the gnomes was unexpected and I will show you why. Give me a moment. <laughs> oh, this is exciting. I guess I'll monologue here for a second. Um, that's that's piss poor monologuing. You went silent. Uh, well, you, shut up. I'm, I'm stoned as fuck this morning. Like, I really was not anticipating being Okay. Oh my gosh. That it's is a, huge. That is a huge gnome. Um, love that. It's Literally. so soft though. I'm like, okay. On but how cute side. is that? And look at it. Its sweater has like little sequins on it because it's a winter gnome. It's a winter gnome. I love it. Oh my gosh. I'm like, this one might not go into the office. This might become my house gnome. <laughs> um, I've actually been thinking about getting a bed plushie. Okay, you know I love a bed plushie because I have a set of Totoro's. Right, right, right. We know we know this. We know this because it's basically a pillow that's also a fun character. Yeah. Um but look, if you're if if someone thinks they're too cool for a bed plushie, then this podcast is not for them. This podcast might not be for you. Um, I'm just going to uh, sit here with my gnome friend now. No, that's that's incredible. I hold it like a baby. You know what's you <laughs> it's know what's like three feet tall. I had no idea. Most of my gnomes, to be fair, are literally like yay big, like normal gnome size. And I right. I guess didn't read the description close enough. <laughs> so when I opened the box, Eric Eric was upstairs and just heard me go, uh oh. <laughs> Cause it's it's a lot bigger than I expected. It's but I mean, you know. It's a pleasant surprise. You gotta you, I mean, you gotta it's admit. Fun. He's That's wearing it. mittens. Oh my god, he is wearing mittens. This is this would be so boring if you were listening to it on the radio, though. That I'm sorry, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, people that aren't on the Patreon. Not that sorry because it's yeah. We're really like not actually that sorry about it. But oh my god, so two years, um, two years of podcasting with my best friend about cool shit. You we know, did it. We fucking did it. Although I will say, the deeper I delve into witchy spheres, I still am am not a crystal witch. So I just that's you know, okay. I think that's I think that is okay. But it is so funny that like every like twenty year old girl that like says she's into witchy shit is like a is like a crystal witch, and it's like I I mean, maybe it's a generational thing. Nick, we're not that old. Um, I did find out, by the way, speaking of like your type of witchcraft, though. So uh, I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast. Nick is really good at making like found object jewelry. Like found objects are one of Nick's magic. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm basically like a little crow. 
you are a little crow, but there's a professor at UCLA that Eric met at a mixer that does the same thing. Oh my God, that's so, that's so cool. But I, I love your found object vibe. I think that like, I'm realizing my witchcraft is very natural dealing with plants. Uh, and I'm of course a bath witch for half the year. But I was a bath bitch before I was a bath witch. So, you know, it's fine. No, I just, truly I'm such a fucking Pisces sometimes. Bath witchery really is. Oh, I have to show you. Speaking of more, oh my God, this is turning into a show and tell. Nick, actually monologue for two seconds. I've got to show you my, okay, okay, my okay. bath bombs. Well, she's going to get her bath bombs. I will say uh, that I have really gotten into scents. I feel like scents are so powerful. Like uh, my my most recent purchase um, for myself was it's literally just orange blossom water with a spray nozzle, um, and so I just like put that on as as like cologne, and it's the best. It's literally the best. Okay, that does sound delicious. Um, I was talking about my orange blossom water because I was no, like, I can hear you. I'm wearing my Bluetooth headphones. Oh right, it's um. Okay, so it's from this brand called um, The Witch's Bath. So this one is smoked honey apple cider spice. And it's like hand holding a crystal ball. I love that shape. I know. And then this one is Boogeyman Bath Bomb. It's birch, firewood, tobacco, and bay leaf. Oh, what? Ooh, okay. I, I need one of those. I know. It smells so fucking good can, i mean i am excited about smoked honey after spice but can you imagine taking a bath in that and then just finishing it with a spritz of the orange blossom like see i was planning on doing it and then finishing it with i have um i have some uh cedar essential oils so doing a few drops of cedar in there too and i'm just gonna smell like a forest floor um, I do love that. Okay, so do you remember that balm you gave me this summer? Yeah, for like salve that I made for like sunburn, skin stuff, um, what yeah. have you? Um, I actually was using it recently because I had picked. I, sometimes I pick my face. Um, as someone who picks up my face and my fingernails and my cuticles. It, it's a very ADD thing. It is. It is. And it was one of those things where I like was literally just doing my hair. And then I saw this thing. And then I was like picking, picking, picking. But like this whole part of my eye was like completely red and inflamed. Oh, um, no. And it was like, it took it right down. It took good. It right down. Good. I love my salve. I feel like it's good. I mean, so I do have it here. It's made with rosemary, calendula, lavender, yarrow, and chamomile. It smells good. There's, there's like a divot out of this one. It's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's where it's before bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, In my very, like, uh, this is an old, like, lush, like, lush bar soap container that I just refilled. Right. Like, that's how you know it's, like, an actual, like, witch herbalist and I'm not some, like, cutesy Instagram exclusive vendor it's like because all my salves are in random fucking containers i'm like someday maybe i'll actually get my shit together and make stuff cute and sell it but until then i'm just such like the village witch no like the labels 
that you did make are cute because you do have like good for good Virgo handwriting. Well, yeah, they'd kick me out of the club if I didn't. They speaking absolutely of, would. Speaking of Virgos, did you see all this news coming out that like JLo won't like won't hire Virgo backup dancers because she doesn't get along with Virgos? Um, I I'm like, is that throwing shade at Bay or maybe? But I'm like, okay, first of all, you fucking Leo. It's like, do you know how many Leo placements a lot of Virgos have? Right, I'm right, like, right. can you just not hang with other egos that approach the size of yours? It just, I mean, I am a Virgo, so maybe that was why. But my knee-jerk reaction was just to be like, wow, what a cunt. Like, <laughs> uh, um, no, I, I did see that. And I also am just like why why hate on virgos like they we get they run, enough of it they run the world so who runs the world well beyonce and she's a virgo so. she's a, and she's a virgo so you know you do the math yeah um, it's a thing but yeah this i feel like it's just so hard to believe it's been two years because it feels both like we just started but also like the podcast has become so like a part of what we do like every week or at least every other week like I feel like if we just stopped doing it I would have this like gaping hole in my life and not in a hot way no truly because it's like it's really one of those things too where it's like it's not like a weekend thing I mean it's technically the weekend but it's like it's not my weekend um no and I it's like we we record usually on the weekend but then like I'm editing during the week and like Uh we're researching during the week and we're listening to podcasts and we're reading books. So it really is kind of like an all the time thing. And it's, it's Well, I just think there's so much stuff that I like would not have taken the time to learn about that. I'm now like, like, you know, like I never thought that I would legitimately know so much about the geography of Egypt, which, which is just one of those things that has like come up on the side, right? Yeah. The adjacent things that we've learned, like, um, one of my other favorite episodes I did research for was talking about mycorrhiza networks and the way that like in the soil lets plants talk to each other. I'm like, I love plant shit, but honestly, it's like taking my gardening to next levels because of the type of research we do. My house plants are amazing. Like, I have Guillermo, my Monstera is like trying to fucking take over my altar, and I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, also, I'm about to plant a bunch of seeds. And of course, because, you know, so much stuff like died off because we had this crazy heat wave and then work was insane. So I had to like dig up a lot of stuff, which was, fine it's like part of the cycle but I bought some seeds yesterday and of course I got a whole packet of lemon balm seeds and it made me think back to the beginning of the podcast because there was a minute there where we were talking about lemon balm every week no because lemon balm is that bitch though she's good at everything and that lemon balm tea that I make is like so good lemon balm sun tea guys do Uh, recommend I was so mad actually on my camping trip because I had brought some different teas and blends and stuff to make some sun tea because I had this idea of like a good a good mix and we never did it oh you know why you needed a Virgo there yeah yeah well because it was an Aries and Aquarius and a Sagittarius go camping 
yeah, you need someone that's going to keep you to an itinerary <laughs> if you want to do well, things like make Sunday. It looked like you had so much fun, but. No, it was really fun, but also an itinerary might not have been the worst idea. Because I think that's what I ran into on my trip this summer was that I am very much against the idea of an itinerary to the point that I literally went to another country with zero plan as to what I was actually going to do once I got there. Except like that it was by the beach and it was pretty. But um, yeah, I think I should have like picked a day and been like, this is the day I'll go to the island. This is the day I'll go to the botanical garden. Um, Yeah, that's just... I think it's maybe one of the most Aries things you've ever done. Well, because I ultimately ended up doing nothing except getting drunk on the roof and staring at the ocean like a crazy person. (laughs) I mean, it sounds wonderful, but when you put it like that, it makes you sound like a nutcase. Uh, Well, I mean, you know, a nutcase that's having a good time. Hey, you know what? That's what matters most. Speaking of nutcases, having a good time... I do have a movie recommendation for people because we went and saw Triangle of Sadness yesterday. Okay, 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 okay. I'm going to see it Tuesday. I literally have tickets. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil anything, but it's so much fun. And I want to talk with you about the biggest laugh of the movie because it says a lot about where we are as a culture. Great. I'm actually... Also, don't eat during the movie. Oh, sure. Get snacks. No, because we're going, we're going to Violet Crown which does have food and the food is actually pretty dang. Yeah, if you're going to eat, you need to finish it in the first 20 minutes of that film. Oh, well, no, 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 no. What I was going to say is that we actually usually, because we are such absolute sluts for Violet Crown, um, we go early and we get a first round of cocktails and then that's when we eat. And then we um, just like slowly drink that second cocktail during the movie. And that's, oh, that's, kind of, that's a good move. And that's kind of like the perfect pacing because then you really don't have to get up if you don't, I mean, except maybe for the bathroom and catch a little buzz by the end of the movie. Yeah. And um, yeah, we're sluts for Alamo because we have that sweet, sweet season pass. And well, we went by yesterday. Pass, and I really the season pass, if I had the season pass, I would be because the Mueller Alamo is actually set up just like the LA. Alamo. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and I do live. I live much, much closer to an Alamo. Now, what I will say is that the reason I like Violet Crown is because um, it is downtown, and it is so you can kind of take a nice walk afterwards. Yeah. Which I needed, I needed a bit of a walk after everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh my god, that movie. Um, we also went and saw Amsterdam last weekend, which was fun. With uh, the the tourist babe, Rami Malek, who is oh, like sure. such a tourist Virgo. Like, it hurts me to know how earthy that poor boy is. But he was good in it. I mean, Amsterdam was, I think, so much better than American Hustle because I thought that movie, I don't know how that movie was released in theaters from a major studio. It was so bad. Um, I'm sure we're going to get hate mail from people that disagree with me, but like the continuity errors and the editing in that movie and the fact that it was just boring, I literally fell asleep in the theater partway through that movie. Like, uh, But I thought Amsterdam was fun. 
It's because I like uh, screwball comedy, though. And it has a big screwball vibe. Which... No, I um, I definitely had that on my list. Um, but, like, the people I go to movies with, neither of them is interested in it. It's kind of like when Death on the Nile came out. And I wanted to go see it, even though it was bad, just because... Because it's Agatha Christie. That's why because I went it's, Because it's Agatha Christie. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think it's like, I'm glad you and I just, we just rewatched I Heart Huckabees when you were here. Because that's, it's David O. Russell's movie. So I felt like Amsterdam was much more of, of a like similar vibe to I Heart Huckabees, which was fun. That kind of screwball comedy, I think is very much our vibe. Oh, hello, Princess Faye. Oh, she's a baby. Chichi the baby. Oh, look at those eyeballs. I know. She's got those like lamp eyeballs that are so cute in black cats. She really does. She really does. Oh, and I love their little mouths, like how pale it looks around their little mouths. Hex no, she's she's literally she's she's rocking a pale lip. Um, which is she very powerful. Like, for just a moment, she made intense eye contact with the camera, and I felt her looking into my soul. <laughs> Um, sweet okay, baby thing. <laughs> She's so precious. Um, but yeah, so movies, two years of the podcast. Nick, when did you feel magical this week? I feel like that's a good thing to like kind of round off this conversation. I think so. Okay, so as you may or may not know, I think I mentioned it last time we recorded, but it has all the heat has finally broken in Austin. And it's feeling a little bit like fall. And the other night, I swear, there was like a little mist. And y'all know mm -hmm. I'm getting home at like two or three in the morning because I am a bartender by trade some of the time. So like, that's not weird. That's like- No, having, that's your job. That's But that's also like me literally having like two or three drinks after work. It just That's, so happens. Yeah, which people do. It which just, people do. It's very yeah. late at night. Um, anyway, so I'm out, but it's late at night. So there's like literal mist. And there's this oak tree in my apartment complex. And I do talk about this oak tree a lot. Um, okay, and it was so spooky because the lights from the apartment building shining through the mist, shining through the oak tree, shining through the mist again. Um, it was like, I don't know, it was um, a tra transcendental experience, like... You're like, the veil is thinning, and I'm <laughs> looking at it. <laughs> uh, and I'm literally looking at it, and I was like, okay, all right, um, I'm not gonna hang out here for too long. Um, that was also kind of the vibe. And um, he just went home. Just went home. Sometimes and... I think that's the thing that's important too is magical people. It's like, yes, we can love the spookiness, but also like when you get that little like your little butt clench, skedaddle. Scoot scoot. Uh no, that's literally <laughs> that's um that's called your intuition. And I like to yeah. I like to listen to you. I will say, <clears throat> speaking of listening to your intuition, and you know this about me because you've been my friend for a very long time, but I am I'm always one to be like there I get a gut feeling about this person yeah and I I don't think I've seen you be wrong so you know but what about you like yeah. when when was the magic coming for you this week we are getting very very close to Samhain 
So it really we is are. like the thin veil season. Like I've been having fucking crazy dreams too. So oh yeah, no, my dreams have been wild. I haven't been sleeping well. I've been really restless at night. But you know, for me, speaking of the heat breaking, last night it happened in LA. And the sky was like black gray, like it was completely dark outside by seven because the sky was so dark and there was a cold breeze coming in Mm -hmm. and we walked Willow and, you know, we're like coming up on that new moon. So there was just like a tiny nail, like it almost looks like a tiny nail clipping. Right, right, right. And you could see it peeking through like the really dark clouds and we had this cold breeze and I was like this this is magic. I was like, this is that time of year because I spent yesterday during the day in the garden getting dirty and then was feeling much more in my zone because I've, you know, again, like I, I told Nick before this, I literally worked 60 hours this last week because it was like my big work week. So yesterday I was like, I want to get dirty for several hours because that's kind of how I ground and like get back into my body so I was already feeling better. And then we walked Willow after the movie and that happened. And I was just like, I'm back. It was like, I can feel the magic waking back up. I was like, I'm really like just in it. You know, it's like that thing where it feels like I had kind of been a little dissociative almost because I had been doing so much work stuff. And then I felt like I was just like plopped back into my body yesterday. And it was so good. And then today it's a little chilly. Like the high is in the low 70s which means in LA it's getting into the 50s at night and it's like oh just wow and I'm so stoked for Samhain I'm so excited about like getting to go to one more Halloween party I got my ham bow in for my Marceline costume which took forever I I ordered it from a vendor in the Ukraine because you know, support Ukrainian small businesses, but it also meant it took forever to get here. But we do have one more Halloween party opportunity. I'm actually going to grab, I'm doing so much show and tell, but I'm going to show you Hambo because yes, this yes, vendor did a great job. It's like, truly this Hambo is going to take my Marceline costume to the next level. Oh, wow. She and he's really got his it. little buttons. Yeah. How cute. How cute is this hand? That is so cute. I was so excited. And it was like, I spent more money on it than I would have normally. But I was like, okay, it's this small Etsy vendor out of the Ukraine. So, yes, I will spend $60 on a recreation of Hambo. And worth every penny now that it's here, admittedly. Also, the packaging. Oh, my God. They packaged it like it was going to be submerged in water. Like, it was, like, hermetically sealed. It was, like, intense. Um, But, yeah, I feel like I'm just, the season is here. I'm waking back up. I always feel so much more, like, human during the fall. I hate the summer. I really have decided this year that I do hate the summer, even though... I love the summer at the same time. It's so co- it's such a complicated relationship. If you but, could have the sunshine of the summer and the weather of the fall, that would be your perfection. Right. Because I'm really like, I'm so excited that I can actually go out on hikes and stuff again. Like, I did get some new hiking shoes. Uh, shout out to my roommate who consistently acquires the most ridiculous shit. 
Um, and then it doesn't fit, and so he gives it to me. Yes. Um, and but they're hookups. They're like two hundred. Oh fuck! They're like two hundred dollars shoes. Damn, son. Because his dad had him clean out his um storage thing, right? And so my roommate was like, "Oh, there's all these like running shoes and stuff um that are like not worn." And so most of them fit him. That is his dad, after all. But the hookahs were like too small. <laughs> And I was like, you're like, is it because I'm a witch? Probably. Sometimes because, okay. They're, and they're so close. They're so close. I'm just going to show them to you because I, okay. Hiking in the woods is witchy shit. So I need good shoes to do it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that uh, Nick and I have very witchy hobbies, but also I like to think that all of our podcast listeners understand that like, we're, uh, we're trying to be people with y'all too because everyone we've talked to it's like so nice to hear about y'all as people so hopefully you enjoy hearing about us as people too so okay let's see these fuck aren't those nice those are nice shoes well those make me want to go for a run these I, okay so they're they're not technically that i mean they are my new hiking shoes but they're long distance running shoes yeah it's well it has to do i I know this because um, I'm a runner and anyone who's a runner will tell you they're a runner. Uh, it has to do with the sole thickness. Like, Oh, sure. I need new running shoes, but I, I went on two runs last week. I was finally like starting to get back into it after my like intense work season. So I'm excited to get back on my running grind. Um, Cause I alternate between two pairs of running shoes because I have plantar fasciitis. And if you have planters and you like running, a really good way to like help keep it from flaring up too bad is to alternate between different shoes because then you're not like pushing on the same pressure points and this yeah. is this is like your old aunt corner over no sure now. but these are so comfy actually oh yeah no these they're are like my beautiful. most comfortable pair of shoes now um, yeah because they're probably like by far and away your most expensive too <laughs> Hoka's are expensive. No, I know, I know. That's that's why. And then Bailey was like, "You haven't been wearing them," and I'm like, "I'm saving them for hiking." <laughs> You're like, "I'm not just gonna wear these around." It's like when I had like when I got those Prada shoes, and everyone was like, "Why don't you wear them?" I'm like, "Because they're Prada shoes." <laughs> I'm like, "They're gonna no, sit in box." It's hard to imagine something so expensive being strapped to your feet, like on a fucking public sidewalk and stuff. It's like that's crazy. yeah. That's crazy. Like, we grew up impoverished. <laughs> We're solidly middle class now, but we grew up poor. And there are some things you don't shake. <laughs> um, no, not not me and my dad literally drinking grocery store beer on my, on my patio when he was hanging out. Like I'm like that's the hang. That is the hang. That is the hang. Uh, your dad. I still remember the day I met your dad. He's so your dad's your dad's sweet. My dad is sweet and, you know, it's like things are better with my mom these days, mainly because we don't live together anymore. You know what I mean? Isn't like, it amazing how that happens? It's like distance really does make the heart grow fonder. Um, Softens those bad memories a little. But yeah, Biebs, well, I, I have to go because if I'm going to take the bus today, instead of taking an Uber, I have to like go eat food. 
Yeah, I've got to water all of my indoor plants because I am coming up out of this like crazy work situation. And I just, before this, I fertilized all my back porch plants. So I vaguely smell of like fish and kelp fertilizer, which is not the vibe, but I'm going to finish watering and fertilizing these plants because it's about to be like the last time to feed your plants. So if you have house plants, feed them soon because then you're going to need to leave them the fuck alone until spring. So anyway, I guess, but, Nick, what do we say to, to all of the two-year-old witch bitches? To all of you two-year-old witch bitches, uh, thanks for coming along for the ride so far and blessed be, bitches. Blessed be, bitches. Goodbye. Bye now. What should the Wands and Fronds fans be called? Because that's that is a mouthful, Wands and Fronds fans. Wands and Fronds fans. That's um that's a Roger situation. Um, so I said uh wand fondlers. Wand fondlers. That sounds like it would get you thrown in jail. It would get you thrown in jail, but like I you're am... not legally allowed to live near an elementary school <laughs> if you're a wand fondler. <laughs> Um, also, frond, keeping in the theme of fondling, frondlers. Frondlers? <laughs> frondlers? I don't know why, but it makes me think of Hamburglar. Like, um, why did I, my brain connect those two? I don't know. 